What a crazy day. Michigan State lands a transfer running back. Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Thursday, January 7th, 1984. Mm. I'm your host, Will Hunter, joined by my uh, Choosing Violence co-host, Matt Sheehan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, Matt. Long day at the Capitol building today, Will. Um, yes. Went down there with my <laughs> giant MSU basketball's back poster. Tried to pick the brains of uh, Washington, D.C.'s finest down there. Yeah. A little more busy, a little more crowded than I thought it was going to yeah. be down there. But uh, you know what? Like heard, heard from uh, quite quite the group of people. So, yeah, they, they think it's whispers of back, too, Will. Yeah, a lot of, yeah. lot of economic anxiety, uh, I heard. These are tough times, Will. Tough These are times. unprecedented. They're fluid. They're... Yeah. Um, if you uh, haven't been under a rock... The last twenty four hours. Oh, I and en- I envy you if you have been <laughs> under a rock. <laughs> Tell us your secrets, uh, if you have been. Uh, you are probably aware uh, that there was an insurrection uh, at the Capitol in Washington D.C.'s. Armed rioters entered the Capitol building and did weird stuff. Took pictures. Went yeah. into offices. Somebody got shot. It was. Really, truly awful, despicable, terrible day. Black eye on America. And before we get going, we just wanted to let you know that we're plenty aware of what happened and that we have decided we're just going to kind of try to do a normal show today. It seems a little silly. Obviously, the... uh, I don't know, the important scale of what we're talking about pales in comparison to threats on the democracy, uh, the process of democracy in America, certainly. Uh, But if we can, you know, chop it up about MSU sports for 25, 30 minutes, give you something to listen to while you take a break from whatever news channel you've been consuming the last 24 hours, we're happy to do that. If you're just like, you know what, I'm not feeling it. We get it. Uh, hopefully we can provide not a distraction, but a relief. Just real quick, real brief oasis respite away from the very important and real stuff that is happening right now in our country. And as soon as we're done recording this, we're going to turn our attention back to it. And I imagine as soon as you're done listening to this, you'll probably turn your attention back to it as well. But you know, for the next 25 minutes or so, we're going to talk about Michigan State adding a, a nice recruit in the transfer portal. We're going to talk about some MSU hoops. Uh, And then we will get on with what is going on in this country right now and and watch and follow along with the rest of you and just hope for the best possible outcome, whatever that is. I don't even I I don't even have a clue as to what the next move could be, should be, needs to be like, I don't even know. It's just it's something we probably saw coming in ways, but when it hits you in the face. When it finally happens, it doesn't mean it's not still surreal to watch people smash windows in the Capitol building and try to bust into the Senate and House floor with zip ties 
and screaming, where are they? Where's Mike Pence, et cetera, et cetera. You know, it's just, it was a surreal day that, yeah, we saw it coming in some ways, definitely. But when it hits you, you're like, I don't even know what to do. So with that said... We're well, gonna. Uh, do you know, do you know what one college program does, Will, when all this is happening? <laughs> yeah, they don't. I'll tell you they what. They get themselves a nice running back recruit <laughs> out of Wake Forest, <laughs> they don't they? Don't do. They don't stop recruiting. No sir, no sir. When when Mel Tucker says we recruit <laughs> every, every single day. day, damn it, that man meant we recruit every single GD day <laughs> one of on our, this planet Earth, baby. <laughs> uh, one of our listeners, Stan, who. Um, always asks like funny questions to us or has uh, good comments on Twitter or whatever tweeted Not at the me. Best. <laughs> what is more we recruit every day? Something along this line. Um, <sighs> what signifies more recruiting every day or whatever? Re- getting a recruit Christmas Eve after 5 p.m. <laughs> or getting mm-hmm, a recruit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. While, <laughs> while supporters of an outgoing president <laughs> are rioting within the the walls of the Capitol building. It's like, that is a question I did not even think I had to ponder. And in the middle of all the Twitter feed, because it was just chaos on Twitter, the videos, pictures, everything coming out, word, the, the, the word that there's a bomb, someone got shot, vice president had to get escorted through secret tunnels, all that stuff mm-hmm. flying through the timeline. And in the middle of it, Kenny Spencer, assistant yeah. special teams yeah. coach, yep. kicking coach from Michigan <laughs> State, says, we will recruit every day, hashtag relentless. Day. And I was like, every day. was that a scheduled tweet? Did yes, you- I thought the same thing. I was like, there's, there's no way he just typed that out at this moment and hit send with context, too. Sometimes they'll just say that. Like, yeah, usually you'll, you'll find... Um, some sort of news around that when you get a handful of them. But he was the first one. And so I didn't mm-hmm. know if he was just like, I'm going to throw out a message of, I haven't been on Twitter. I've been in the gym. Yeah. I've been grinding yeah. or whatever. Completely sure. unaware of everything. I'm going to fire off this tweet about how we're going to recruit every day. I'm feeling good, feeling yeah. like, feeling a vibe. And Reset then, the energy. Yeah, right. feeling the energy. And then 10 minutes later, it's like, oh, okay, there's a recruit that just committed. <laughs> <laughs> that makes so much more sense. And doesn't make any sense at all because can we push it a day? <laughs> you know what? Okay, so I'm actually starting to come to a conclusion here that yeah. yeah, you know, on one hand, kid, like maybe let's push this back literally any other day or hour or anything where this could get more shine. Or, or did Mel Tucker say no? Commit right now. I want to show the world how serious I am about recruiting <laughs> at every waking minute of every single day possible. I, I think. I think. I could be talked into that being the reason why. Maybe maybe Kenneth was like, hey, coach, I'm going to announce it on Friday. And Mel's like, no, 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 no. I'm sending a graphic right now that you got to post in five minutes to show the world how serious we take this. Football people are a different breed, Matt. They are. I'll That's why I'm not that. ruling it out. That's why I'm not ruling that. it out. They're a different breed. Uh, yeah. Appreciate a lot about them, but sometimes not totally aware of everything happening in the world. Um, anyway, we should probably talk about the player. Kenneth Walker the third. Yeah. yeah. Kenneth Walker the third, running back from Wake Forest. Michigan State yeah. played him uh, last year in the Pinstripe Bowl. He was a freshman that season. He had like eight carries for 24 yards. Um, mm-hmm. MSU did a really good job in that game, shutting down Wake Forest's really unique way of running zone read, running option football. Uh, yeah. But he is a really good player. He yeah. scored, Matt, he played eight games this year and scored 13 touchdowns. 
That, okay, that's got to be close to what MSU had uh, total on the season for rushing touchdowns. MSU, correct, Will? Or, or MSU, am I a little off? MSU had two rushing touchdowns this season, one mm. from a, their backup quarterback and right. one from a tight end who was a punter six weeks ago. Okay, and Mr. Kenneth Walker had three games where he scored three touchdowns. Yeah. So, he okay, sure this guy uh, has a knack for the end zone. Yep, nice. yep. 119 carries, 579 yards, uh, 4.9 yards per carry, 13 touchdowns, a long rush of 75 uh, this season. Last year, he rushed for, as my page is slowly loading, 555 yards on 90 carries, 6.2 yards per carry, long of 96, four touchdowns. So he's good. He's very been very productive. Mm-hmm. He split time uh, a bit. There, uh, oh God, what's the kid's freaking name? I don't have it up in front of me. Christian Beal Smith. Beal Smith, yes. Two last names, yep. great dreadlocks. Um, both oh, good, yeah. both good players. Um, but it's not like Walker was uh, a backup. He, as a true freshman, had games with seventeen carries, sixteen carries, thirteen carries. This year, he had a game with twenty-seven. Two games, he had twenty-three carries, sixteen, thirteen, eleven. You get the point. Like he, it was very much uh, a timeshare split of the work, but they both got plenty of work. I'm not totally sure why he transferred. I haven't looked into it at all. Uh, want to play for Mel? Want to play for Mel? Want to play for Mel? Maybe wanted to. I don't know. I guess play at a better program than Wake Forest. Although you know they've been fine. They they win some games. They went to the Pinstripe Bowl last year and were about 500 this year. So I, I I'm not sure really what went into. Uh, him transferring, but it's a really, really nice addition for Michigan State. And all of a sudden, you go from a running back room that you're like, okay, we kind of feel good about Simmons. We know Hayward has a role and is just like a solid player, but is never going to be anything more than that. Like he's never, there's no ceiling, but it's a, a decent enough floor, can catch the ball. After that, who the hell knows? To Okay, we got Simmons coming back. We still got Hayward in that role. We're adding a guy who scored 13 touchdowns, had more than 500 yards a carry, has like five and a half yards per carry uh, in the ACC for his career, and a former top 150 recruit in Harold Joyner who had some big moments at Auburn in the very limited time that he saw the field. And you're like, okay, the talent in this room, pretty significantly upgraded. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, I mean... With Joiner too, I mean, yes, the, the Simmons, Walker, Joiner. you know, luckily that's not up to me to decide who gets the rock and when, but man, that's quite the trio to pick from. It's, it's, I mean, it's a good group. Like, it's a really good group. They're all yeah. a little bit different, do different things. Um, we can, oh crap, we're out of time. We went too long at the beginning. Let's pause. Uh, we, we can trickle this into the second segment. Yeah, we'll pause real okay. quick and I'll, I'll tell you some things just about him from a skill standpoint, what he does. Uh, and what sort of role he might have on this team next season. But first, Matt. Talk to me, Will. A word from BetOnline. BetOnline.ag. I'm going to work on that. I don't know it's if that's fine. No, you're stick good. with. You're good. Yeah, okay. Okay. Well, we got big football games this weekend. College football playoffs Monday. Wild card weekend in the NFL. Saturday and Sunday, Michigan State's playing Purdue. We got a bunch of college and NBA basketball in the thick of it, heating up. And if you want to bet on it, there's only one place that has you covered and one place we trust. That's betonline.ag. You can sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use promo code LOCKEDON, one word, LOCKEDON, and you're going to get a 50% welcome bonus, Matt. 50%. 
50% of free cash, baby. Let's 50% go. welcome bonus. What is your favorite NFL line outside of the Pittsburgh-Cleveland one we had talked about? Um, this is surely not going to bite me in the you-know-what, <laughs> but uh, New Orleans Saints minus 10.5 against the Chicago Bears. Um, Bears kind of, ooh. The Bears are not good. Uh, Trubisky, we know the story with him. The Saints, I don't know. I when the Saints play a home playoff game, I think they're destined to win by fifty points every There's single no season. Keep in mind, I, oh, I know that doesn't matter in, in my stupid brain though. And keep in mind, they lost outright as ten point favorites against Minnesota last year. But no, I'm I'm hopping right back on the on the saddle, baby. Saints minus ten and a half. Well, if you want to fade Sheehan, take the the ten and a half points with the Bears. You can do it. You don't have to sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use promo code Locked On, and you're going to get that fifty percent welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline.ag. You're online sportsbook experts 2020 is mercifully over this copy should probably get updated because 2021 not off to a hot start anyway yeah, a lot of room for improvement a lot of room for improvement it's time for a fresh start and a few more wins in the betting game and if you're betting this year and want more wins listen to locked on bets with your boy q and lee sterling of paramount sports they're picking college basketball football and nba locks all winter long subscribe to locked on bets wherever you get your podcast okay so kenneth walker the third i haven't watched a ton of him i've watched a little bit i will be watching much much more and i will be writing about him spartanswill.substack.com um tomorrow or maybe even today at some point we'll see later in the evening perhaps i will have a purdue preview up for the basketball so you can look forward to that and then after that i'll probably work in the Kenneth Walker film breakdown already got some clips going, so it'll be good. The very first clip that I, I saw of him, Matt, mm-hmm. he is in pass protection and does a great job coming all the way across the formation and like clipping the blocker and just shoving him <sighs> Say no more. down wow. and completely so. out of the way. And there are a number of clips of him in pass protection and so that just made me feel warm and fuzzy inside you don't have to say anything else i'm already sold on the kid that's just fantastic he's uh 510 206 so smaller sturdier type guy uh as i mentioned over five yards per carry for his career has a 96 yard touchdown run has a 75 yard touchdown run under his belt he i wouldn't classify him as a burner but he can obviously hit a home run yeah, he's 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 definitely fast enough to do that, but he's not so where you're gonna be like, whoa, that is some real speed. Like he's definitely <laughs> fast, but he's not super super fast. So Simmons is still the speed guy in the room. That is what you're saying. I, it's tough. I let me okay. watch a little bit more. They're close. I think probably like in a straight line, hundred meters, Simmons would probably win. Okay, but I, I'm not sure. I think it would be close. Walker is a much more like low man wins type back. He's super quick horizontally, which is great. And I don't mean like running horizontally. I mean, uh, I'm here, the hole, the hole's not here. Oh, there's the hole, two gaps over. Let me bounce it over there. He does that really well. He's really quick with it, really quick cuts, puts his foot in the ground, gets upfield, which we love. It's not like a dancer or anything. Uh, seeks out contact, runs through contact, runs under contact because. Again, he's 5'10", 206, probably like 5'9", 206. Uh, can break tackles, can hit home runs, uh, cuts really well, is incredibly patient. So you remember that 
uh, zone read game with Wake Forest, how slow it was at the mesh point. Dude, they, they, they took eight seconds at yeah. the mesh point. It was unbelievable. My anxiety has never been higher <laughs> watching another team play football my entire life. Yeah, well, that, horrible. That unsurprisingly, unsurprisingly leads to a patient runner. And he's you don't say yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's very comfortable waiting it out probing seeing where he, he can go finding a spot and he's got good vision within that uh, there's a couple runs that I've seen where he's trying the right side and it's just not quite there and he looks all the way back over two two three gaps to his left and he's like there's the spot and can hit it hit it quickly run through an arm tackle and, and off he goes. Um, He's a really good player. I like him a lot. I think he's going to compliment Simmons well. I think he's going to compliment Joyner well. He only has caught like five passes for his entire career. I'm not positive, but I think a lot of that is by design because the other running back didn't have many catches either. They pass protect all the time when when Wake Forest is, is passing. I'm only through a few games, but by the looks of it, like rarely are running backs just like, flaring out going out on routes doing anything other than protecting and then leaking out as an outlet so I'm not sure if he's a capable receiver he's got you know three catches for 30 yards last season so it suggests like hey he can make something happen when he gets catches but again only three catches but I think a lot of that is because the design of the offense dictated that the running backs are going to stay in and pass protect more often than not Wake Forest is spread out a lot, four wide a lot, so you're protecting with five. You want to get that sixth man in to protect you against different blitz looks, and that's going to be the running back, and and that's what they did a lot. So we'll see if he can add that element to his game. I'm not really worried about it, even if he can't, because he can pass protect really well, so you can keep him in on third downs. You can keep him in first, second down. It's not going to signify, oh, he's in, they're running the ball, because he can help the team and pass protection. Uh, anything else you want to add before we turn the page, Matt? No, can I just turn the page straight into another football thing, though, if you don't mind? Sure. Just start off well, uh, yeah, Take gonna, Tuesday on a Thursday. Yeah, we're going to do Take Tuesday on a Thursday. Matt's going to lead the way here. Yeah, your first take is football, and then the rest are basketball. So why don't you get us started? Yeah, I got one football thing, and I feel like this flows pretty well because it deals with transfers. Um, well, straight to the point, you're going to be more well-spoken about this than I will be. All right, so here's my take. Uh, The lack of defensive back right now, uh, not just in the transfer portal, because we have none so far, uh, but on the roster and depth chart in general, that's starting to get a little concerning to me. Will, should I calm myself down right now? Is it not as bad as it seems, or is it time to start tugging the old shirt collar here a little bit? I think they have enough good players and the defensive backfield to be fine. If yeah, two more than fine, okay. If two, well, to be good, if two of them get hurt, I'm worried. <laughs> As of this moment, Har- Harlan Barnett's gonna have to play DB himself <laughs> in that situation, right? Who do you want on the staff? Uh, HB or Mel Tucker playing defensive back for you in a pinch? Both professional, <gasps> de- or no, Mel didn't play professionally. Mel just played in college and went into coaching. HB played professionally. Which one do you want? HB, give me. He's he's bringing the bang stick. I mean, any guy that just says the bang stick, I, give me him. He's he's gonna lay the wood on someone. So give me him. Yeah, he had uh, ten years in the NFL. I just I wanted to look. Yeah, that him. plays. Yeah, ten give years me him. in the yep. NFL. I think he's a little. Yeah, he's a little bit older than Mel, but I think he can still move. I think. Uh, I think. I call that wisdom. I call that experience. <laughs> I think he can yeah. still go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do think. Uh, I think there's one more spot left. 
in the uh, mid-year portal for them, and then they'll have to wait until the end of July to add more, uh, which we've talked about before. But I, I would be really, really surprised if, let's say they add four or five more transfers, if one or two weren't DBs, I would be really surprised. I think, honestly, two would make the most amount of sense. Um, Charles Brantley's going to come in and probably be able to play right away, but that's not like the best thing to rely on. Other than that, you got a lot of young guys who, you know, Stefan Johnson, Cole DeMarzo, take your pick, true freshman, Antoine Booth. Um, Darius yeah. Snow is a name certainly that can help out that got a little Hope bit so. of run. Hope but, so. yeah, it, it gets thin quick, Matt. It does. You're right. Okay. So the concern meter, six out of ten? No, I would say like four and a half, five, because I do think Angelo Gross is good. Xavier Henderson oh, sure. yeah, is right. good. Michael Dowell is pretty I, good. I'm just a big depth guy. Like I don't yeah, know. Like the, the 2018 to 2019 season left me so scarred that like that's all I can think <laughs> about whenever talking about position groups is like, okay, what does the three deep look like yeah. in this group? So I, I think it's a good. That's where it comes from. It's a good top five or so. After that, I'm definitely worried. So I wouldn't go quite as high as you because I do like the players they have. But yeah, it can get ugly quick if Angelo Gross and Xavier Henderson get hurt. Uh oh. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Oh, was I supposed to give another take? I'm sorry, I thought we were gonna cut it to a break here. <sighs> Do one more. Can you, hear, can you hear me? Oh, sorry, excuse me. Okay. Um one more. Okay, uh here's uh maybe a short one. Uh Jane Kithier is not as bad as everyone makes her out to be. She's just being a good mom. I think a lot of parents would do the same thing if she hopped on Twitter every single day and saw people ripping her son apart. Uh, I, I, I think she gets a bad rap. That, that's my take. Take or fake. I think I said this to someone. If, <laughs> if someone says a single bad thing about my six-month-old son or eight-month-old son, and, you know, parenting, you lose track of time. My of eight-month-old son. Yeah, your under-one-year-old son. Yeah, I will find them mm-hmm. and I will bash their face in with a solid object that is within mm-hmm. reach. Gotcha. All right. So, noted. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> yeah. I think at the hospital, like the, the first thing like the nurses do, like they teach how to like bathe your child. They teach you like how to swaddle your kid. And they also give you the phone number for Liam Neeson in case yeah. um, people on Twitter want to talk uh, about yeah. your child. So yeah, I, I Jane Kith, you're a bad rap. Bad yeah. rap. She's just being a mom. What, what do you want her to do? I will take in your ass yeah. if you try yeah. anything with my child. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's All right. pause it here. We'll come right back. And we will finish out Take Tuesday on a Thursday with some more basketball takes from the one, the only, Matt Sheehan. But first, a word from Rock Auto. Rock Auto, we're going to load up your car with car parts from Rock Auto. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything you need from engine control modules, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. We also know they have gas pedals. Gas pedal. Whether it's for your classic car or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why would you spend up to twice as much for the same parts? You wouldn't do it. I'd be a clown. It doesn't make sense. Clown behavior. Don't do that. Instead, go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there. How did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection of reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. 
there's simply no better place to get all the news on the Big Ten Conference than with Big Ten Ben Stevens in the Locked On Big Ten Podcast, whether it's football, basketball, baseball, softball, volleyball, whatever. If it's happening in the Big Ten, Ben's got you covered with an in-depth look at the conference every Monday through Friday. Subscribe to Locked On Big Ten wherever you get your podcast. Matt, next take. All right, so this one is actually pretty topical. Um, you maybe watched the game today or yesterday, whenever you're listening to this. Okay, Capitol Hill Police, <laughs> if they were a college basketball team, would rank 325th in adjusted defense, <laughs> defensive efficiency. Take or fake? That high? That high, Will, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, what would a team defensively rank if when someone was driving to the basket, they just all got out of the way? Uh, probably maybe even north of 325 okay yeah 353 353 all right on a serious note well the last two games nebraska ruckers i I, you don't want to label games as a must win this early in your conference season as Mm -hmm. the fourth and fifth game however well i'm going to need you to possibly check me here or if you want to get crazy and agree with me i i think the purdue game will is also in the must-win territory. Am I getting too ahead of myself? Now, here's my reasoning. Of course, you got to have that. You have Iowa next Mm -hmm. Thursday. That's going to be a very tough game to win. Yeah. Uh, Of course, if you win on Friday against Purdue, this puts you at 500. This puts Mm -hmm. you at 3-3. If you Mm -hmm. lose that game, that's 2-4. You go to Iowa. Let's call it 2-5. Call me negative, Nancy. Whatever. Mm -hmm. You still have, after that, Indiana, who's spicy, Illinois, Rutgers, Ohio State, and then you finally get your Nebraska Huskers medicine (laughs) um, five games after the fact. So I think that getting to 500 here, a 3-3 in the season, is very key into establishing yourself as a team that's squarely in that second tier of Big Ten teams. You know, like the the, the top tier... We we talked about it the other day, but the top tier has Illinois, Wisconsin, Iowa, and Michigan. They're good. So, oh, sure, sure. Um, the second tier, honestly, every other team but Penn State, Nebraska, maybe Purdue. That this will be a decider game for that. Maybe Indiana, but well, t- take or fake. Is, is Friday a must win, or am I just getting way too crazy? Am I getting out of my mind right now? I wouldn't say it's a must win, but it is. Very important because I think 500 looks great is really respectable and kind of like if MSU finishes conference season 10 and 10, fantastic. They're going to be a five seed, probably solid season. They're obviously not going to win the conference. Like 13 and seven could win it, Matt. Sure. Maybe. I yeah. mean, we'll see. like Michigan's got to go on a run where they lose three of four. Mm-hmm. Someone had like maybe they don't maybe they just cruise and they're they're really awesome the entire season but it's like so, they're gonna be stretches for every single team where you just get beat up like yeah Rutgers was nineteenth in Ken Palm coming into that game they had already lost two conferences game t- conference games and they got absolutely worked by Michigan State who was one and three in the conference there is one team a single team that you can look at and go we're probably going to win this game. Right. And it's Nebraska. Everyone else, Iowa, all the way down to Penn State and Northwestern, it's going to be, at the very least, tough. There's going to be competence. If you're Iowa and you play a C-minus game and get Penn State's A-minus game, you're going to lose. 
or yeah. at least be in an absolute dogfight to the end. There's going to be nights because it's college basketball where teams have bad games and they won't have three or four or five teams that you can get away with it. There's one team you can get away with it right now. That leaves 13 teams, well, 12 because you can't count yourself, but 12 other teams, 12 other potential opponents for your team that are going to be tough. And so getting to that 500 mark, I think it's like a nice benchmark and something where Michigan State can just kind of linger around 500 in the conference all season. That'll be a job well done. Okay. Well said. Thanks. Take number. I I already lost count. I, I yeah. Sorry for uh, saying that. MSU won by twenty eight points multiple times yesterday in the podcast. <laughs> Dude, holy slide. crap! Can, can I not do math? I just kept letting you. I was like, no, he's good. This is fine. It's twenty three, twenty eight. What's the freaking difference? But I I thought we won by twenty eight points until like what three o'clock when someone on Twitter is like, uh, you know that's not it. Yeah, they were close to twenty eight, right? <laughs> it's it's only, it's only no, I did five. not know that actually. Okay, off by oh, off by only five. I was off by two possessions. That that's not bad. Yeah. Um. They won by 23. So sometimes when you do Take Tuesday, I just have something written down, and I don't know like what my actual take is, but I just string together words, and then we just kind of talk about it. So this is what mm-hmm. I got for you uh, right here, Will, is that uh, – I don't know if concerning is the word that I want to use, but maybe just mystifying is just Marble getting past and not even playing at all last game, only playing a minute the game prior. Like he – He's been jumped on the depth chart by not just Sissoko, but clearly they go to Bingham before him as well. We've seen Bingham play basketball. I, they went to Jack Koiberg before him. They, he he quite literally did not play. Um, yeah, so what I, – I, I don't want you to give me an answer as to what is happening. I don't suspect you know that answer, but – I don't know. Con- concerning, puzzling, like – Yeah. Th- th- this is weird, right? All of the above. It is strange. Um, okay, I'm, I'm not crazy. Okay. Had you pulled either of us aside after the Duke game and told us this would be happening in games four and five in the conference play? Yep. And I'm like, what? No. I'm thinking injury, honestly. No. Yeah, thinking injury. I mean, maybe there's an injury. No, because Izzo would say something about it. He doesn't hide injuries like that. No, no, sir. Yeah, it's just, it's really strange. And he was asked about it and he said, we wanted length against Rutgers. And so Julius was on the scout team this week. <laughs> Oh, Julius, man. Which isn't great. Um, I didn't think, I mean, there certainly had been some struggles with him, but there's also been some positives, and I didn't think he was that bad. I mean, it was bad against Nebraska, but he only played one freaking minute, and it's like, okay, I guess he's just not, and it's not like it's, I don't know, wing where you're like, all right, we got like four or five wings we feel good about. It's center. Right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we like Kithier in his bit role, getting some offensive rebounds and doing some things, but there's a lot of stuff Thomas Kithier cannot do. It's be center. tall, yeah. Yeah, right. and Marble and him are like the same size, but Marble's better athlete and can do a little bit more, has a more, I think, well-rounded offensive game. I, it's, I don't know. They need center that, that's help. That's scratcher, isn't it? Yeah, they still need center help, and I guess Marble is not even an option right now, so it'll. we'll see. Maybe he... Needs to work his way out of it or, or whatever is going on. I have no idea. But, yeah, it is absolutely mystifying. Yeah, I don't know if that was one of the things where it's like, a, yeah, no crap, dude. Everyone saw this coming. Or everyone knows why it's not happening. Like, I, uh, like okay, fine. You get passed by Sissoko. That's one thing. The kid has a lot of upside. Maybe he's learned throughout the season. I think he played pretty okay uh, against Rutgers and, and Nebraska. Um, th- to, to get prioritized under Bingham, though, like, 
okay, that that's where it's like, okay, this is the big head scratcher now because th- this should not be someone that you should be battling for, for playing time with. Yeah. It, not to be absolutely disrespectful, but... Well, yeah. I mean, just Bingham hasn't played well at all. He's, mm, yeah, and he's, no. they're, they're still, like, trying to give him run, trying to give him an opportunity. I'm not sure why Marble hasn't Don't. gotten the same sort of thing. I know. Uh, I'm right with you, man. If we're going to be doing this, like, the last-ditch last ditch effort to make yourself part of the, the the group of eight or the group of nine mm-hmm. to finish out the rest of the season, like, I, I, I'm giving Marble the spin, man. But, yeah. hey, you know what? So he's the guy that made eight Final Fours, and I'm a guy that uh, talks in a microphone five days a week. So there maybe there's uh, something <laughs> to that. Yep. Oh, shoot. I'm sorry. That was the last one I had. That was the last Oh, great. That would have been nice to know. <laughs> oh, no. Instead of you just stopping talking. <laughs> I know. No, it's it's fine. It's fine. It's your first podcast. We'll get better. <laughs> we'll get better. That's going to do it for uh, us I'll here. I'll get it next time, Coach. That's going to do it for us. <laughs> Thanks, Coach Sheehan. That'll yeah, do it for us here on uh, today's episode of Locked on Spartans. We'll be back tomorrow with our full Michigan State Purdue breakdown, and if anything else happens that is noteworthy, we'll probably talk about it in some way, shape, or form. Thanks for joining us. We really appreciate you uh, you taking some time out of the absolute insanity that's going on right now to take a little break with us. Um, Yeah, it was fun to sit here for half an hour and just not think about... Bebop. Yeah, just bebop around and talk about Uh. whatever. Uh, so thank you all for joining us. Reminder to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked on Spartans wherever you get your podcast. Matt, take us home. Thursday, January 7th, I got some trivia for you here. Oh, yeah. What former Spartan standout won the Stanley Cup as a member of the St. Louis Blues in 2019? Oh, no. Um, I'm going to screw up his last name. I, I This is on. the last name I've already screwed up whenever I see it. Um. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Frick, I'm going to be so mad when I don't get this. Oh, I think you will be, yeah. Oh, it's not Petrangelo. Who is it? Mackenzie McAhern. Uh, yep, McEachern. McEachern. See, I always screw the last name up. That's the last name I've read 20 times. Yep. Any, whatever. Hey, yeah. Go Green. Have a happy Thursday. I wrote about him. 7th. I wrote about him at Spartans. Oh, players. yeah, same. Yeah, I was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wrote I've talked about him before. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. Oh. I know. Yeah, I was. I will screw that name up 10 out of 10 times. Yep. Damn it. All right. It's not even that hard. Yep. Bye, everyone. All right, guys. Go Green.